0: Um, just go there and search for adam swim silly that's adam swim silly sci all donations greatly appreciated thank you for helping me to support calm and now on with monkey tennis
1: selling a little or a lot
2: Monkey tennis. Well, this is great banter. Hot, 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 hot ham. Monkey tennis. Radical. Awesome. Mega. Are you on an E? Monkey tennis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm spinning plates here, mate. I'll be honest. Monkey tennis. There have been times when I've been more. Uh rubbery than turgid. Monkey tennis? Tits bits. Tit, tit bits! Err, uh, yes, 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 yes and yes. It's just an idiom. You're an idiot. Ooh, that's mustard. Monkey tennis? Sustaining and maintaining our core listenership. In an increasingly fragmented marketplace.
0: Hello chums, and welcome back to Monkey Tennis, the Alan Partridge fan podcast. I'm Adam Brooks, and I'm joined by Tom Dark. Yes, it's an extender. Nick Older. Better build that time travel gymnasium, (laughs) then you'll kiss me. (laughs) And Tom Stab. Where's the road?
3: There's no road!
0: (laughs) So, before we get stuck into uh, Series 5, God, Series 5, of uh, Monkey Tennis, (laughs) um, we are going to go through a a couple of important points, uh, some of your feedback, tell you about our plans, uh for the forthcoming uh, few episodes, and also uh, look back over some of the highlights of 2017, Alan-wise. It's going to be
4: a bit of a recap, bit of a catch-up, a bit of a free-form chat.
0: Like it. Chat roulette, Let's if go. you like, but with less swinging knobs. Um, <laughs> so we're Four, at s- least. Yeah. Yeah. Four swinging knobs. I am, no- I'm stationary. <laughs> uh, uh, producer Jed is also here. Uh, are you interested in using your one word per episode right at the top of today's episode? Here we go. Burger sauce. No, 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 two words. words. No, yes, two words. It's two words. Or burger sauce of you. Um, <laughs> uh, so
4: we're currently taking applications for new producers. <laughs> so do get in touch.
0: Uh, the only requirement is being a a being a good producer and b. Not accepting burger sauce into the condiment world. Oh, and see, knowing the difference between one word and two. That's true. <laughs> um, so, anyway, we'll, we'll get started with some quick fire questions from you, the lovely uh, Monkey Tennis audience. Um, the first one is from James Allen. Uh, he says, Are there any plans to review Mid Morning Matters with Alan Partridge? Mm. Well, there's a reason we've put that at the top of the show, because that's exactly what we're going to do.
4: Oh, uh, are we? Nobody told me that. <laughs> not...
0: Shit, when are we. Have you watched well, it yet, Nick? <laughs> no, no, no. no <laughs> <right. Uh-oh. laughs> we're recording tomorrow, so you probably should. Um, uh, yeah, over the coming weeks, we're going to tackle Mid Morning Matters soon series one and um, you'll note that we've already covered well i say we uh, the other three have already covered episode oh. one
4: yeah sort of some there, somebody that? did ask me uh if adam ever made it from chiswick roundabout and i'm afraid he didn't for episode one but he's here now so it's fine <laughs> i
0: went straight to Claridges and ordered room service <laughs> <laughs> and stole a towel <laughs> but anyway uh yes so we'll be covering that episode by episode uh, over the coming weeks uh, once we've once we've done all this uh, feedback business and so the next one is for tom dark to read uh
4: yeah we had this uh, question from rob cummings on twitter he says, "If Alan was on Twitter, what pages/slash people would he follow? Uh,
0: would he follow Britain first? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, he definitely followed oh, the you know, Daily Mail, the Daily Express,
0: the Daily yeah, Telegraph, a yes. of times. The, 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 all
3: the
4: all, all yeah. the all the papers definitely. Uh, yeah. Clarkson's Clarkson, in there, yeah. and any yeah. other Top Gear affiliates or whatever. Yeah. What's it called now? The Grand Tour. Yeah. I stuff. think if yeah.
0: he did follow some of those, he would he would deselect them one by one as they became involved in some sort of media furor for uh, for fear of." Um, Getting entwined in it, being seen to endorse it. I feel like he might follow Britain first,
4: but not really understand what it is, and then somebody would point it out, and then he'd unfollow quite quickly.
0: Yeah, I think he'd probably follow uh, the National Trust and Camera, the uh, mm-hmm. campaign yes. for mm-hmm. relay. Yeah, very good. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, uh, official Rover Twitter page. Official, probably. official Lexus. I, Twitter I think Rover. there might be a Rover Twitter page. I'm not sure if it would be official. They are redundant. Oh, good point. Oh, yeah. In the age <laughs> oh, yeah. of Twitter, they oh, yeah. do yeah. not yep. exist. Okay, yeah. they've, uh, they've I gone wonder the way if,
4: uh, Flavia. Have got a Twitter page.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Links. Uh, to- at Toblerone, <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, not anymore. We're
4: just listing
3: products. He's, yeah, he's, he's, blocked,
0: he's blocked them because he can't uh, can't envisage it coming back. Oh, here's, yeah, a, here's here's yeah. a good extension to the question. Uh, would any of the characters be on Twitter? I'm thinking, Lin, Michael. Ben, <laughs> I don't. I, mean, think, I don't think Michael in, in the would Partridge eat it, universe. In the fictitious yeah. Partridge
4: world, uh, there's no way Lynn understands how Twitter works. Although she's probably on it, but is never tweeted,
0: and she's an egg. And yeah. she isn't. <laughs> she has posted on YouTube. Remember. I also, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, good point. Uh, yeah. Leave him alone. <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> I wonder. Uh, only God can smite him. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder what social uh, network of choice each of them would have. I feel like Ooh. Michael is very much Bebo Pornhub. level. <laughs> but Be- yeah, Be- Bebo, PornHub, or MySpace for Michael. Um, Not altogether though. I that's... think Al- Alan is. A- a- Absolutely linked in through and through. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Lynn's Lin's Facebook. Yeah, or chain letters. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and it will be a letter, not an email. No,
0: Lynn's friends you reunited.
4: Yeah, didn't yeah, she, yeah, yeah. 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 Do not um, even exist anymore? Uh, also, I, did I say Flavia earlier? Is it Flavia or Flavia? I'm, I've confused myself now. It's a Flavia, isn't it? Is it a Flavia? Mm. We'll uh, I think I'm sure somebody I think will email us. It's, it's the gone gone, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: us uh, okay, move on. I, th- I think, in reality, just to finish this bit off, I, I think that he would join Twitter but probably not follow anyone because he's more interested in broadcasting than dealing with people. Ah, yeah.
4: <laughs> He'd maybe use it to self promote but not to engage with uh, fans.
0: Yeah. Well, he has, hasn't he? There's been an official Alan Partridge uh, Twitter account when he's got a book coming out. I'm as just well. going to look it up now. Okay. I think it might have been taken off Twitter, actually. Oh, I, really? I had a look the other day and couldn't find it, but maybe I'm just uh, a Twitter Luddite. Uh, next up, we have a Message from Luke Thompson who says, How do you all manage to look and sound identical? It's actually quite impressive. Thanks very much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. who, who said that though? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. ah, <laughs> uh-huh. Very
0: good. Uh, yeah. To be fair, Luke, um, we do look the same. It's because yeah. we were actually all uh, genetically engineered in a lab, which was created by Tom Dark forty years earlier. Very, very
4: good.
3: Actually, <laughs> maybe a, we're even maybe we're, the, we're maybe we're the creation of an evil
4: uh... podcasting genius. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> is is J, did Jed create us in a test tube and bred us to be podcasters? Jed
0: is our father slash mother. <laughs> what what God, about? Does, our... does that mean we're part burger sauce? Yes. It's- <laughs> Unfortunately, it does, yes.
3: When we cut when we cut ourselves, we bleed burger sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so next, we will move on to a question from Barbara Kirk. Should we all say hello to Barbara? Hi, hello, Barbara. Barbara. Hello, hello. Barbara. And, her, and she asks, is it Digital Dave singing lead on Benny Benassi's Push Me? So what do Now, you now does make?
4: anybody not understand that question, by the way? I'm looking at Nick here. Mm-mm. Okay, he's got the Benny Benassi part now. Nick, do you know who Digital Dave is? Uh,
0: Only because you told me off mic before we recorded the show.
4: Behind the curtain. Uh, Anyway, Barbara, I think I would say, yes,
0: good spot. The voices are exactly the same. Ruck Colchez got in touch to say, loving at the Partridge Pod, but they could use a researcher. I'm American and I keep yelling things at my radio that they miss or don't know. (laughs) To be honest, I agree with him.
4: Yeah, I mean, what's annoying about that is he hasn't told us what we've missed and what we've got wrong. So if we could get a bit more information, that'd be quite helpful. Helpful.
0: Also, you could have said, I'm an American.
3: <laughs> so we're saying that Ruck likes American things. Well, I mean, he's called
0: Ruck, which sounds quite American. He definitely
4: yeah. drives in convoy. Yeah. Uh, and also, you're listening to us on the radio.
0: <laughs> 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 mm, yeah, I'm not think, sure about that. Hang on, yeah, I'm yet. I keep yelling things at my radio. Not a problem, pal. <laughs> yeah, on, that, on That's, that's unrelated. <laughs> yeah. What's the radio done to anger you?
4: Uh, okay, we've got another observation here in from uh, JB on Twitter, uh, and he says it's good that this. Uh, I've got this one. He says, listen to the old episodes, and I have to back up Old Man darts That's me. <laughs> uh, there was a Fosters in the South End. It was slightly better than Mister Byright. So uh, thanks, JB. See, More inter-
0: fuel on the uh, Fosters Menswear fire. There, I think
4: I think I've compiled enough
0: evidence yeah. now that you. I should know that I'm not making it up yeah. the I Foster's re- menswear dossier is yeah. bursting at the seams
4: I don't
3: remember Foster's menswear but I definitely remember Mr. Byright. the
0: Foster's files what did Mr. Byright sell
3: oh shit clothes
0: so oh, right. yeah same best. as Foster's yeah, yeah, yeah. oh okay uh, next up we have a comment from Paul Taverner who says Alan has form for calling a woman bollock naked he says completely <laughs> Billy bollocks when doing the Bond reenactment that's in uh, reference to uh, us talking on the pod about him describing uh, a woman as bollock naked and yeah. me pointing <laughs> out the, uh, yes. the necessary uh, biological flaw in that, uh, that argument no but yeah, yeah. Mm. it's not his first offence.
3: Next, we have a factoid from Andrew Ryan. He says, "Want to want to know a nerdy fact about knowing me, knowing you all?" Yes, the, I do. Uh, yes, you do. Uh, the model of the car from Santa isn't a Rover, but a Renault. A sa- safran is that? How do you pronounce safran, that? Right? I think. Safran, it's safran. to be exact. Yeah, safran. Mm. uh Ashamed, I know that, but there you go. I'll get me coat. Don't get your coat. You can stay. You're a partridge aficionado. Join us. Join
0: us. I wonder. I mean, this is a, this is a stretch, even by my standards. But I wonder if that uh, the reason it wasn't actually a rover is because if it was a rover that is a legitimate product placement which they're not <laughs> allowed to do that's quite Yeah, good Yeah, point. Good, yeah, yeah. Good nice to get a comment about knowing me knowing you all that's obviously one of the things we covered most recently uh, live at yeah. the prince charles cinema um you can obviously listen back to those episodes including uh, one with our very special guest simon greenall thought it's uh time to take a moment and uh, appreciate simon and Absolutely. maybe have a little chat about how that went down well i mean in short it was amazing
4: yeah so good it's like
0: meeting your hero is not it
4: and also For him yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> Very good I mean
3: he was I mean he Bless him He was very patient With all of us Wasn't he Go, Asking sort of like These questions about Something that happened to him Sort of 20-25 years ago Yeah which he,
4: I, You know I, I thought At the beginning Because when he kept on Going back to the Nelson stuff I was yeah. like Oh god he, he doesn't Really want to be here He I doesn't thought, really want To I talk thought, about I Alan thought, I
0: was genuinely worried I thought he must know Why we've asked him To come <laughs> along
3: For those who haven't Listened when we were Asking questions at the Beginning of the Q&A session uh, <laughs> Simon Greenall basically Kept on wanting to Make points about Admiral Nelson and historical facts and, and
4: in and reference and to something Nick in had reference said to in the show. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah make dis- sure you go back and disability. listen to those. But, but um, yeah, he, he was he was amazing. He was hilarious, a great and, sport, and I think we got some real part uh, nuggets of partridge gold there, like particularly some of the some of the scenes that never made it to the
0: actual shows. About whether or not Michael's seen the news at ten. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen
0: it. <laughs> Michael,
4: the news at ten, and <laughs> I've uh, uh, what was it. the other one about? Uh, Michael's favorite state, pissed.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty, yeah. laughs> Lovely. Um, okay. Moving on to a little bit of I- I Partridge feedback now. Um, we got a tweet from John Ratton who said that uh, the audiobook Letter from Carol, ghost written by Alan Partridge, features Coogan's voice morphing from AP, uh, into Carol. And that uh, actually sounds like Pauline Calf, which, uh, yeah. makes a lot of sense. As that is.
4: I, I think, I don't know if I actually said that in the episode or not, but I mean, I fully agree with that. And I think there are a few moments in Mid Morning Matters where a similar thing happens. It's, like, I know, I think it's maybe that thing. If you compare early Alan to later Alan, he just sounds a bit more naturally like Coogan, a bit more uh, Manchester, and <laughs> which just means it ends up sounding like Pauline Calf. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, Pauline Calf, not Paul Calf. So I don't, I don't <laughs> quite know how that works. That's strange. Yeah. Um, moving on to a message from Danny Toman. Uh, so this is, again, uh, continuing some feedback on the I Partridge book about Alan's uh, when Alan just kind of references a potential suicide bit when he drove to Dundee. So Danny writes, uh, I have a different interpretation that the hosepipe and his depression was very real, but he buried it quickly as a shameful footnote. He used chocolate as a glamorised, unique selling point addiction because it was for his first book, uh, which backs up the unreliable narrator narrative. And yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. It's kind of... he Because I think he talks in the book about the chocolate addiction, that, that is the USP, but obviously he doesn't want to focus on he was genuinely clinically upset.
3: Yeah, and when I first listened um to I Partridge, I kind of thought that as well. I didn't think that he was making up the fact that he was depressed. Mm. I thought he was genuinely depressed and was actually going to He kind of it's a throwaway remark, which means he doesn't really want to deal with it, and that's kind of how I read it.
4: Yeah. And that's exactly how the book operates anything which is actually deeply serious is just, just pushed to the side. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, So next up, we have a question from uh, Matthew, no surname. Um, By all means, rewrite him with your surname, and we'll include that (laughs) next time. And he says, missed a continuity error from places of my life. In the book, he says he can throw the flowers to his mum's grave from the car, whereas in places of my life, his mum's grave is nowhere near the road. Now, I enjoy that very much, but if he's saying that we missed a continuity (laughs) error, we've not covered places of my life yet. That's still to come. So... uh
4: yeah Thanks. so Thanks. I mean, so
0: he's made a continuity <laughs> error with our podcast <laughs> <laughs> and as have the writers <laughs> but uh
4: when we get when we get to places in my life at least we know uh to yes. talk about that <laughs> <laughs> perhaps by then we'll have your surname <laughs>
3: Uh, Next up is someone who does have a surname. It's Aidan Wright, who just messaged us on Facebook and says, lads, you missed a fact out about Dale Winton. He had a false marriage, brackets allegedly, with Nell McAndrew. Keep up the good work. Any chance of a mention? Well, we did that at the beginning. Um, So, yeah. uh, So, allegedly, a marriage between uh, Dale Winton and Nell McAndrew.
0: This, I believe, if memory serves, and my Dale Winton knowledge is not comprehensive, I'm the first to admit it. Oh, come um, on. We know it is. Is that um, I think he did this... It was kind of a spoof... It was like a mockumentary. Like a where, stunt for TV? Yeah, 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 where they basically pretended that he was having this big celebrity wedding and there were all sorts of cameos from kind of, you know, daytime TV faces. <laughs> yeah,
4: and that does ring a bell, actually.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I completely forgot about it, to be honest, but now you mention it, it all comes flooding back. I do remember that. There was some kind of publicity stunt for... It's Max of Channel 5, doesn't
4: it? I feel like, was it or was it a BBC choice? Was that what BBC Three was called back in the day? Was it one of those sort of things? It certainly, U- UK it play? Is, it
0: certainly wasn't one of the big three, was it, surely? No. <laughs> we'll get some feedback on this and then cover it in the next feedback episode. Excellent plan, yeah. <laughs> so if you know more about that, do write in. Next one is from Ross Carpenter. He says, In I'm Alan Partridge, it's 182 days in the travel tavern. In I, Partridge, 183 nights, therefore 184 days. Just a minor inconsistency. And not as glaring, he says, as the different door numbers in Linton Travel Tavern uh, which in, in the programme you can see it, he's in room 216 but in I Partridge he says it's 28. I mean that is good. some good spots there Ross. That's yeah. attention to detail. Yeah.
4: I mean it's just that's so bizarre because that's such an easy thing to have consistently mm. correct. So you've got to think, is that deliberately inconsistent? And but if so, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> why? why? If you know why, why not write it? <laughs> <laughs> will the next feedback episode. It's the
0: sort of thing that if you, were, if you were choosing to include his room number in I, Partridge, you would just go back to the DVD, wouldn't you? Just have a quick look.
4: Unless if, I'm just going to speculate here because that's what we like to do, um, I can only assume it's yet again adding fuel to the fire of the unreliable narrator. So it's... And maybe it's Alan being quite slapdash in his approach to work, so he hasn't bothered to actually check what his room number was. He's gone...
0: Oh, I was probably in room, I don't know, 28. It's hey, uh, an- another one of these situations where we can never be sure if it's uh, Alan's error or the writers yeah. of Alan's error. <laughs> Only
4: we could talk to the writers. Anyway, moving on. Uh, oh good, it's time to talk about one of our uh, numerous errors that have listed uh, recent episodes. You've got them listed on this document as balls-ups. <laughs> yes, so it's time to talk about Balls-up number one, which I've liked to subtitle A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Podcast. Um, so we <laughs> talked about Alan references the book that he wrote before I part Called a funny thing happened on the way to the stadium to alan partridge by alan partridge and essentially we were kind of saying we didn't know what that was uh we'd gone briefly mindless because i have listened to all of the knowing me knowing you radio shows in which he does reference it quite a lot so thanks to everybody that wrote in to tell us about that i'll name a few of you we've had um a- adam porte uh spencer no surname matt fit matt patrick Blackout, uh, Michael Brennan, and uh, several other people. Uh, essentially, yeah, it's a book that Alan referenced a lot in "Know Me, Knowing You" on the Radio Four shows, and he even reads an extract where he exchanges insurance details with George Best. This so I'm not sure if the whole of the team have actually heard that, but yes, we do know. This is when we could have used that
3: researcher that the the Tex wanted us to get earlier. What was his yeah. name? I'm just going to call him Tex.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tex. <laughs> he was an American Tex. <laughs> Okay,
4: next. <laughs> you're enjoying yourself there. Uh, sh- should we talk about another balls up? Yes.
0: So another balls up, which I think is on our part, is we were um, obviously doing a special um, at Comic Con yep. on Scissor mm-hmm. where we speculated on where the origins of that title might have come from. Yes. And we were kind of thinking maybe it was um, something to do with the North-South divide. We weren't really sure, however. Uh, one, two, th- four of our listeners were pretty clear. so <laughs> I, will on say, where I this think
4: more than from. that. Remember, this is selected highlights. We're
0: looking at Numerous <laughs> listeners were very clear on where this had uh, come from. So it would appear that the origins um, for Scissorile. From... I
4: like the way you're saying it would appear like you're still not sold on this <laughs> well
0: I am quoting from Wikipedia and from people from Twitter so you know it hasn't been verified okay so you're calling them liars I'm is not that, calling them oh, liars <laughs> I'm just, uh, so allegedly <laughs> um, it could be based on this septadial which <laughs> <laughs> it might be possibly based on this septadial which is a radio series written by the historian Christopher Lee about the story of the British lands and peoples uh, by the BBC produced in 1995 uh, and is basically 216 episodes each, which was 12 to 14 minutes long, um, and a total runtime of 29 hours. How many episodes? 216. Oh, right, question.
3: It, it, it's We've vying, got a long way to go. Would, <laughs> would Alan have wanted Doll to be that length? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, also, it's it's vying, uh, vying for the title of longest running series with monkey tennis, probably, at the moment. <laughs> yeah. We're on a, we must be on about 29 hours. So I should just say a shout out to Chris Adams, uh, Dom, Jonathan Cook, and uh, Gary Lord, who wrote in
3: and told us that. Thanks for your surnames. Um, so, moving on to the next section, which is titled "Alan on Dogs," which I quite like. So, just, another just, balls just up. Just my own titling so system when compiling, but this is effectively balls up three, is it? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> so uh, hello, Sophie, or at hello, Sophie on Twitter says, "I've got a baby brain, so could be wrong." Uh, no, hang no, on a no, second. No, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> she hasn't got a baby brain. She's got you, a baby brain, brain. She's got. You've got it. You've got that. She's you've got, read that wrong. She's got baby brain, which is what you say which when you're having a baby, had had a baby, and it uh, a baby. makes you forget stuff. And I've literally never heard that. She doesn't have the brain of a child of a small child. Have you heard of someone who's had a baby brain before, though? No. He's got baby brain, isn't he? I you haven't heard that as a phrase okay well she's thing? got baby brain okay
3: she's got baby brain not, her baby's not brain. a baby's brain not baby's brain no yeah, I understand that a, <laughs> I, I understood what the I understood <laughs> uh, what the phrase means just read mean, what's on the paper yeah, I understood what the phrase means <laughs> just read meant, it out but I just didn't really get it but now apparently <laughs> it's a phrase could be wrong, but didn't Alan talk about a dog he loved with agony Aunt Polly and he wants custody of Angela's dog in Midmorning Matters? And yes, I know I need to get out more. You don't need to get out more. You need to come and record a podcast with us. But we talked previously about how, um, uh, what's the name of the dog in Seldom? Seldom, of course, and he only eats boiled eggs. Um, yeah. <laughs> about how Alan wasn't a dog lover or he got Seldom for the purposes of Cisadol. But then yes. obviously
4: this contradicts that. Well, interestingly, I I think you could argue whether it does or doesn't contradict because these two dog references come in mid-morning matters. Yes. So at the point we were discussing it, where is where does that land in Alan timeline? So you think
0: he might have grown to love dogs, having had one as a child, and then there's a big gap of no dog, and then seldom. But yeah, but in terms of how it appears in the fictions, it doesn't necessarily mean that. Well, it's not not referenced in I Partridge. No, 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 um, no, which you think it would be if it was a sort of pivotal part of his life in the way that it's suggested it is in Midmorning Matters so who knows inconclusive in inconsistent summary,
3: <laughs> narrator we don't well, know when
4: did well what we need to look at is when Midmorning Matters series one happened
0: versus when Cesar Doyle happened do we need to take a visit to the fact cave again yes
4: let's go to the fact cave <laughs>
0: Okay, I've come back from the fact cave, and uh, Mid Morning Matters Series One was first online, I believe, in two thousand and ten. Before be later being televised, um, yeah. Uh, so that came before. Okay, so I mean, it's not. So nec- you went to the fat cave and didn't find out what <laughs> you've, you've left the facts in the cave. I went to the fat cave, it was just full of dust and moss <laughs> and, and burger sauce and babies' brains. <laughs> the next one was from Lottie Lamshank, not her real name, uh, who says, How brilliant would an Alan Partridge Monopoly be? Uh, that on its own is obviously. The answer good. is yes, uh, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, go, green light. But and there's approved. more. But yeah, she's, uh, she's gone into some detail, so here we go. I'm going to bullet point it for you. Stations include Shattered Dreams Parkway. Choose a chance card and get Sue Cookers pulled out. lose a turn. Very That's good, nice. brilliant. Um, yeah. Another card. Record video for Meteor <laughs> Productions. Earn fifty pounds. <laughs> uh, my personal favourites next. Night out with Dave Clifton. Go straight to jail. That is amazing. Uh, properties could include BBC Restaurant, Excalibur Cottage, Jed's Bungalow, <laughs> Lifgow Street, Alan's Caravan, Model of Alan's House as seen in No Me, Mule. No, you. Uh, and finally, another card from the Chance or Community Chest pile. Injunction from makers of Cluedo. Pay two hundred pounds. That is brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, very good. That's Wouldn't that be from the makers of Monopoly, though?
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST.
0: Quite possibly. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, it, it uh, could also happen. That yeah. game would be absolutely brilliant. Yeah, would play, I would yeah. play that, yeah, definitely. would yeah, be so good. Kickstarter? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I think and if anyone else has got other suggestions for properties mm. and card ideas, they should definitely yeah. send them in. That and maybe we and can rules make that happen. as
0: well. Perhaps, uh, Just perhaps there's, no, rules. there's no free parking because they've pedestrianised it, perhaps. Like it. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. yes.
4: Yeah. Yep. Yep. And the hotels should obviously be tr- uh, Linton Travel Taverns as well. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. And then the
0: little pieces could be the Rover car, yep. the Corby tra- Trouser Press, yes. mm-hmm. Seldom the dog. Yes. yes. yes.
4: Uh, Oh, oh, God. You're on fire, you're And also, uh,
0: while you're building up to your Linton Travel Talvin Hotel, you can uh, collect five-bedroom bastard houses. <laughs> or, or, or static caravans. Or static yes. Caravans. Uh,
4: instead of the top hat, you can have string-back driving gloves.
0: Yes. Oh, I was, yes, that's yeah. very good. Okay, basically, Lottie, you've absolutely struck gold.
4: Yes. <laughs> so let, let's make that happen. Let's make yeah.
0: that happen. Two lamb shanks for you, Lottie. Yeah.
4: Continuing with our feedback catch-up, uh, we want to give a quick shout-out to all the shitty zombies that uh, sent us in their pictures <laughs> uh, back at Halloween last year uh James Harland, Dave Rennie, Paul Kelly, Paul Sheridan, Pete Rendell, Rob Burnell. There may be some others. Uh, we'll post a little collage of all our shitty zombies there. And uh, great work, but uh, never going to use them. Never going to use
0: them. <laughs> Andrew Philpot writes: uh, Alan was always a man who would be British and buy British Metro Rover etc. So why did he change to Lexus? I wonder. That was a surprise for me. But then I'm just a bit sad. Could it be I can't I'm trying to think in the timeline when he when he moved over to Lexi was it around the time that Sonia was on the scene is he experimenting mm-hmm. with yes. uh, yeah. overseas and european <laughs> companions and vehicles uh, also uh, I I mean Rover well, it's was an made... American
4: company, isn't it, Le- Lexus? No, 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 no. It's
0: it's like um, it's the Far East. It's like Japanese. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, but also, there's very few British car makers now, isn't there? Yeah, but in 2002... Rover wasn't going in 2002. Was it not? No. 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 Picking from a dwindling supply.
4: you sure we don't need to go to the fat cave
0: to fact check <laughs> that? We probably should. <laughs> I'm just saying there's limited options in the British car market. But
3: why Lexi? Uh, well. I think it's probably uh, good. Well, I mean,
0: he good he value would, luxury status.
3: He's saying yeah, it's a good Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, he would have got all the information from What Car Magazine, wouldn't he? is <laughs> yeah. an avid
0: reader so of that. Do you if, think somebody's if, told him at some point it's the Rover of Japan, and he's been unable <laughs> to think <laughs> yes. of anything? Yes. else yes. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: So basically, if we could go back to 2002 and look at the most recommended cars via Top Gear Magazine, What Car Magazine, it would be in there, and that's the decision that he's made.
3: Let's all say hello to James Allen. He writes in and says, "Today, I learnt that my lecturer once worked with Ian Sharrack, who played." Jed on a theatre pro- production. Apparently he now sells
4: kitchens. And that wow. is Jed Maxwell, not Jed Shepherd. So
0: Jed Maxwell Watch, that's the latest instalment. You Jed remember Watch. all the way back when we were covering I'm Alan Partridge, I did try and track down uh, Ian Sharrick, Uh found that he was working in I think a booper care home who uh, were not keen to hear from me. <laughs> <laughs> and also told me that he had already uh, moved on by that point. So perhaps he was uh, straight into the kitchen trade. Kitchen planet maybe. A kitchen <laughs> planet. Do get in touch with us if, uh, if you hear this Ian. Sharik, and if anyone's listening that knows him, please do uh, point him our way. <laughs> well, we do know it's uh, it's James Allen's lecturer. Oh, that's <laughs> true, <yeah. laughs> James, send us his details. We'll get in touch. Uh, so now we come on to the thorny issue of Nick's poll. Um, <laughs> oh, this is big talk. You'll remember in a recent series, Nick insisted on uh, compiling a Twitter poll that was made almost zero sense. Um, <laughs> almost zero <laughs> yeah. sense. It made zero wasn't sense. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Oh, I know what it was. It was, it ha- was how funny that scene was. How yeah. funny is the scene in Scissor dial with the old lady at the checkout? Because yes. I think it's great and. And Nick thinks it's bum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but he insisted that the only <laughs> options were how funny is this scene? One, two, three, and four, with no further explanation.
4: <laughs> I so, remember we all had to choose a number yep, as well. Yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. So, if that number was already picked, we weren't
0: allowed to pick it. Yeah. So, uh, thankfully, it wasn't just us. Uh, you, the listener, were as, as perplexed and confused as we were. Starting with uh, starting with James Hart, who said, "Why do you have to have one number each? Exactly. <laughs> one simply can't calibrate discrete, non-linear opinions onto unique linear." Points along a continuum. I mean, he's done you. You've said it all. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Oh, but, 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 but he follows it up. Uh, dot dot dot. Unless it's just a ranking in a list, with each index having an arbitrary value, in which case that value itself needs to be defined. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he follows that up by saying, "Can I have five No, you, no, you can't. No, you can't. Tw- tw- Twitter only allows four options on a poll. Uh, and then B uh, B A P B F said, uh, "I went for one because I saw it like a laughometer." And it's probably worth pointing out: BBAPBF. Easy for me to say.
4: Uh, that's bouncing back. Alan Partridge's biggest fans. So hmm. hello, they they do listen. Mm-hmm. They're uh, our so, biggest fans. They're, yeah, they're just our biggest fans. So yeah, uh, Nick, was it like a laughometer? Was it something else? Can can you explain it?
0: Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was the funniest thing, i.e., four. The, the top number so did so i four is I the also, top number i also thought but then it was like a game within a game but why so? aren't i allowed to think it's the <laughs> funniest thing yeah. Yeah. And, and also for starters we didn't specify that four was funny and one wasn't well on okay, you can flip that <laughs> so you yep. flip those but, so we, we're flipping it now or are we are not flipping it? it doesn't matter well That's it does matter because we're
4: confused you've not been clear jed has gone <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. it's very clear hang, on, hang a minute
4: jed i'm going to allow you another word here jed do you understand nick's system yes or no no. <laughs> there we go.
0: You're dead to me, Jeff.
4: I was worried you were going to say Burger Sauce then and I probably would have punched you.
0: So, one or four, whichever whichever one you want. Oh, so is... it's
4: only two options oh, no, now. Let, let me no. see. Yeah.
0: So, one or four, whichever way you want to work it, yeah. uh, that's how versatile the game is. What if, what if two people that are doing it want to work it in opposite no, directions? Because that's... No... Well, that doesn't matter. You're, what we've established here is that Nick is very much the Carl Pilkington of this podcast. <laughs> we are no. Gervais and Merchant. No. It, and very much the Rosie of the podcast if you were comparing it to Adam Buxton as well.
3: <laughs> just a or, dog running around aimlessly. Yeah,
0: effectively. He's let quite me, happy with that roll. comparison. <laughs> let me explain. Let me finish. Please do, please do. Scale of one to four, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's say in this example, one is the funniest. Yep. So be, So you've just flipped the previous example. Yeah, so that'd be Adam. Right. I thought it wasn't very funny. That's four. Yeah, v- okay. oh, but hang on, I voted for four when I did this... No, no, let's say, say in this situation you're voting situation, for one. Okay.
4: So, we're, so we're flipping from how it ran
0: originally. Yes. Yeah. Can
4: we not stick to how it ran originally? No, we're already going okay, down this fine, rabbit fine. hole. We let's flip, him flip flip it.
0: It. Let him, him keep digging. So the game within the game is the poll was what? not only how funny do you find it, but you're also voting with your favourite star of the podcast. Tom
4: Stab, I believe you have a
0: question. You didn't specify that it was a game within a game. You just... <laughs> I was... <laughs> if you listen and back to the tapes... Are you saying it's
4: a game yeah. within a game within a
0: poll? No. If you listen back to tapes, I wasn't allowed to speak properly <laughs> I was yeah, cut off but that's just beca- that's just because of natural defects right see you've just explained it I still don't fucking understand what yeah. the fuck is going I, on No, I get it I mean I get it well, I'm p- playing along for comedy value here <laughs> <but Yeah. laughs> basically it's a scale of one to four we should have explained which end was which but we didn't Yeah, yeah. it's Nick I, and that's I, what happens I'm with you up to this point Yeah, yeah. Um, but then he's also saying that, that you vote along with your favourite member but what he's missed out is that that means that each of us has to have enjoyed it, to a, a diff- certain equivalent level, level. level regardless of how we actually enjoyed it yeah. we have to have pretended Correct. that one of us was yes, one or two or three or that
4: and was why it of... didn't work yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. which <And> is
0: <laughs> yeah. in summary absolute nonsense get in the bin zero out of ten goodbye <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much Nick
3: will be returning next series with Nick's polls <laughs> a new regular
0: feature <laughs> <laughs> so we're coming off the back of the shambles now that's Nick's poll uh, I don't really see how we can uh, how we can bring this episode back from that So can we can we, can we run a poll to see if people no, know, no more no, polls no no
4: let it go let it go
0: um, so we're going to park this episode of Monkey Tennis there but we'll be back uh, shortly uh, with even more of your feedback we're going to be talking about Alan's potential news show that's due on the BBC this year very exciting yeah, we're going to do um, a bit
4: more uh, wild speculation I think probably yeah, got some,
0: at. some absolute bombshells that some of you as the listeners have uh, brought in uh, that we hadn't occurred to us and have literally blown all four of our minds
4: and we're also going to have a bit of a chat about the recent documentary that ran in December on BBC 2 celebrating
0: 25 years of Alan very exciting so, uh, please join us for that. But you can also get in touch in the meantime if you've got feedback on the feedback. Um, <laughs> it's thepartridgepod at gmail.com, uh, twitter.com slash thepartridgepod, facebook.com slash thepartridgepod, or Instagram at monkey tennispod. From all of us at monkey tennis, thanks and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye monkey tennis is a post pop podcast produced by jed shepherd if you're interested in podcasts about red dwarf x-files what to watch on netflix or tv pilot episodes pitched against one another find them at postpoppodcast.com our artwork is by finn mclean and you can find his website at finn.design the theme is an excerpt from galloping home by dennis king thanks for listening
2: Monkey tennis? Well, this is great banter. Hot, 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 hot. hot ham. Monkey tennis? Radical. Awesome. Mega. Are you on an E? Monkey tennis? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm spinning plates here, mate. I'll be honest. Monkey tennis? There have been times when I've been more. Robbery than turkey. Monkey tennis, tits bits, tit tit bits. Uh, yes, 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 and yes. It's just an idiom. You're an idiot. Ooh, that's mustard. Monkey tennis. Sustaining and maintaining our core listenership in an increasingly fragmented marketplace. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from
4: Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?